This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, May 22, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. In states, there is a revolt afoot over common core educational standards. It seems that as states learn what's in it, they like it less. Neil McCluskey, Associate Director of the Center for Educational Freedom at the Cato Institute, comments. There has been, over the last maybe two months, a nationwide and I think largely unexpected revolt, I think it's fair to say, against the Common Core, which are national curriculum standards that almost every state in the country adopted. Uh, And at the very least, they adopted it on a very rushed timeline because the federal government, through the stimulus, and a part of the stimulus called the Race to the Top program, said, if you want to compete with this money, you have to sign on to the Common Core. Uh, This was actually done, and the deadline to say you would sign on was before the Common Core was even published. And almost nobody knew it was coming because there was no time for states to debate it, to discuss it, for people to know it was coming down the pike. And so what seems to have happened is in the last two or three months, most districts across the country are suddenly being confronted with this thing called the Common Core, which they'd never heard of. And people are saying, what the heck is the Common Core? And they've started to find out what it is. They've started to find out it is not state-led and voluntary. It comes from the National Government Association, the Council of Chief State School Officers, which do not represent states. They may be organizations that – membership organizations are state-level officials, but you don't elect them. I don't think anybody in the country says, well, I elected my governor because I wanted to see what he'd do in the National Government Association. And now they found out that the federal government has really been the one that's pushing all this. And they said, we do not want a federalized national curriculum. And even though states are, you know, for two years or more now, been going through the work to make this their standards, these people are saying, stop. We want to know what it is. And we may not like it. And we're going to tell you not to, to implement this. And we've now seen states like Indiana, Uh, where the governor signed legislation and said, we're going to pause on this. We're not doing anything on it until we can have hearings about it, until people can find out what it is, until we find out how much it's going to cost. Then um, just uh, yesterday, as I'm I'm talking, the governor of Pennsylvania said, we're going to pause. We're not going to keep implementing this until we find out what we're looking at. And states across the country are doing the exact same thing, saying, we don't know what this is, and we're going to stop until we find out. So what are they specifically responding to if they liked everything that was in it? Is it just the fact that they don't know what's in it and they uh, felt rushed having to sign on to it? Yeah. The reality is most people don't know what it is. In particular, I think it's that, well, people in school districts don't know what it is. And that's really been the grassroots uh, rising up of opposition is that parents and school board members and people like that are seeing this and saying, what the heck is it? Why is the state making us take it? Almost as important is that state legislators, for the most part, were completely cut out of this. It wasn't something that you, a state, would pass a law and say, we're adopting the Common Core. And so they're saying, why don't we know nothing about this? Where did it come from? And it sure does look like this is something that the federal government is imposing on us. And I think those are the two things that have really kind of mollified people. And they said, whoa, we need to look into this. The other part of it is there have been lots of revelations and some confusion, but a lot of revelations that at the same time the federal government is saying adopt these national curriculum standards, uh, 
They're, they were saying through the Race to the Top program, you also need to greatly expand your state data systems to where you are tracking people from before they're in school all the way to their career so we can, we can assess you know, the effect of your school, the effect of all sorts of things in your lives, and ultimately your earnings, so not just your test scores, but your earnings. This includes something called the National Education Data Model, which has 400-some data points including you know, the bus schedule for kids, your religion, all of which could go into the state data systems that states are supposed to be able to share with each other and with the federal government. People also see that and they say, this is could, uh, potentially a mammoth invasion of our privacy. And, you know, it probably is adding extra motivation to this when people see, for instance, the IRS going after or seemingly going after Tea Party groups uh, and patriot groups and things like that, that they are extremely wary of turning over personal information to the federal government. What has been the response from states specifically? They, you said mentioned states wanting to uh, pause on it, but have other states simply said we're not going to do it? Well, from the outset, there were four states that said they wouldn't participate. The first one was Texas because Texas, of course, very far, very fast to protect states' rights. And it said, we're not going to have the federal government tell us what to do. Uh, Virginia said they wouldn't do it because it said, we have something called the standards of learning system, and we think it's good. Uh, Alaska, I think for similar reasons to Texas, said that the federal government doesn't tell us what to do. Uh, Nebraska seems to have not adopted it because they have a normal procedure. Most states have this, but Nebraska is sticking with it, where you know every few you know, five years or so, you relook the standards for a particular uh, area. And they want to know how much it costs, so they're doing studies of costs. And then Minnesota took one of the standards. They took the English language arts. They didn't take the math, saying they thought their math was better. Everyone else, for the most part, just jumped at the money. A few were a little bit slower, but almost all of them said, we're gonna, we want this race to the top money. And that is what brought them on. They didn't bring them on because they took a long time to review them, to see what they were, to say that they were really good. They said, we want the money, and we will, we will agree to take these before we've even seen the final product. Um, and there is lots of debate, you know, beyond the biggest debate is, is this federal? And clearly, there's major federal involvement. The other thing is a lot of people don't think they're particularly good standards. Uh, the one mathematician who was on the validation committee forum refused to sign on. The English language arts expert that was on the validation committee, she refused to sign on. So there's also a lot of discussion about, are these even any good? Although the bigger concern is that the federal government is pushing it and no one knew about it because they didn't have time to look if they wanted the money. You say that states had to sign on before these were even published. Uh, presumably money had something to do with that, but was there always a sense that, well, we can just always back out of this later? Well, there might be. So if a state won race to the top money, they have to at least stick with the Common Core for four years. Now, the reality is that four years runs out just about the time they will have you know, gone through the first year of implementation. And then they can't lose that money, so they probably thought they could back out. There are probably some states who ultimately didn't win race to the top money, and it turned ultimately there were three rounds of this. So which state you're in, it would depend on which round you may or may not have won. But they probably thought, well, we could we could take it and just not use the parts we don't like. Now, what the Common Core requires is if you officially adopt these, if you say these are ours, you have to take everything in the Common Core, and then you can add basically 15% to that where 85% of your standards are common core, 15% is your own thing. 
Um, and there are questions that I think are as yet unresolved about if you say you're in the common core, do you have to take the whole thing because that's copyrighted. It's not a, it's, it doesn't technically belong to a government. It belongs to the NGA, National Government Association, and Council of Chief State School Officers. And so is this something that's proprietary? Is it something people can take? Their states can take, and I don't think anybody's resolved those questions. And there are huge unresolved questions that even defenders of the Common Core completely agree with, which is that they don't have any sort of enforcement mechanism, but they know they'll need one. So right now, yes, the state had to take it to get their race to the top money, but nobody has said, well, who's going to hold you responsible if you, you know use your own test and set really low cut scores to where you can't compare this to any other state. Because the goal was ultimately every state uses the same thing. Can we compare every kid in every state to every other child? Uh, So who's going to do that? Who's going to come up with the tests? Um, And if a state does what most states do, which is they don't ultimately follow high standards or tests, who is going to punish them if they don't do that? And nobody who supports Common Core wants to say the only logical entity to do that, and that is the federal government. They come off almost as desperate to say there to act as if there is no federal involvement when clearly there is. There's no question about that. But they insist on saying this is state-led and voluntary, and so they can never acknowledge that if you want to enforce it, the only entity you know higher than the states, if you want to put it that way, is the federal government, and it would be connecting. You're having national standards, national tests, and performance on those tests to your annual appropriation of money that would hold states accountable. Neil McCluskey is Associate Director of the Cato Institute Center for Educational Freedom. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.